For me, it's 8.18pm on April 11th, 2023. But for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by RPGera.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever-evolving second chair is the Canadian destroyer herself. Robin, <laughs> welcome back to The Media Files. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Did you uh, did you catch the episode a couple weeks ago when I was shouting out your YouTube channel? No, you did tell me to watch it and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i was yeah i was talking about your youtube channel and all the cool little projects you do you're doing like rick and morty wallets and and cool little ukuleles that you're painting and well thanks i've been enjoying that it's been it's made my year busier but uh a lot more enjoyable that's how well, that's how the media file started was like i needed something else to like occupy my time right yeah and so i was like i'm gonna start a podcast and here we were this was something this was that something for a long time for me yeah i've just always been making like weekly projects um but I always have way like I noticed way more people asking like oh you made that how'd you do that and I was like maybe I could just do videos if anything it's just for my family and friends absolutely to know yeah. how I'm doing things and we'll see how it goes I like them I watch them I comment on them usually <laughs> thanks if it weren't for my friends I wouldn't still be making them you made the really neat uh, animal, the circus animal pillows. Yes. Which we have. They're sitting on my couch. I now have them too, so that I could make another video. So good. They're so rad though. What's the what's the YouTube channel? Shout it out real quick. It is Robsta. It's R-O-B-B-S-S-T-T-A-A. Cool stuff. Which is cool stuff my on that channel. <laughs> Go check it out. But you are a, uh, a select guest here as we talk about maybe the coolest thing we've ever talked about on the, the media coolest. files. Yeah, easily. We are talking about the Super Mario Bros. movie. Mario, Luigi, and a Donkey Kong too. A thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you. Princess Peach at the end of the line. I'll make you mine. Oh, peaches, 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 the Super Mario Bros. movie is the long-awaited return to the big screen for the superstar Italian plumber and his brother Luigi. When a mysterious green pipe leads the brothers into lands unknown, the nefarious Bowser kidnaps Luigi as part of his plan to take over the Mushroom Kingdom and marry Princess Peach. Directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Yelenich, the Super Mario Bros. movie was released in theaters on April 5th, 2023, and stars Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Anya Taylor-Joy, Seth Rogen, Keegan-Michael Key, and Fred Armisen. Uh, so much to talk about and yeah. I should say like we're not going to talk super spoilers about this movie if you haven't seen it what are you doing go watch it um, but we will talk a little bit about a lot of the things that happened in this movie and how we felt about this movie so let's start with you Robin I know that you are a fan of Mario and have a history mm -hmm. with Mario where are you coming from going into this movie and how did you feel about the movie um I yeah I'm a big fan of Mario I love all the games and everything um I'm not like with everything that I'm a fan of I'm not such a crazy fan of 
of things that I care specifically how they're handled. Sure. <laughs> I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> I like the the amount of anger people had towards things in the movie. That's not how I roll. So to me, it was like an, an additional thing of Mario. That's so exciting. I like love all the games and the storylines. And I actually just have been playing Odyssey for the first time. And I didn't expect the movie to be so connected to that. Like spot on. Like that was what it was like. Like if you just had played that, you would have got the entire movie. You would have understood a lot of what was going on. Yeah. yeah. You know, the the Super Mario Brothers video game came out in 1985 on the Nintendo Entertainment System. And I was born one year after. I was born in 1986. But we had an NES growing up in my house. And I don't remember the first time I played Mario because I must have been much too young to actually maintain yeah. that memory. But suffice it to say, I've been playing Mario quite literally my entire life. Right. And all of the Mario games have I played and all the Mario games have I loved. And it's it's kind of one of those things that's that's so strangely ever present in culture. Mario was as popular. He's as popular now as he was in 1986 and 1987. Right. He is. Yeah. The kids today know who Mario is, know who Luigi is, know who Bra Bowser and Peach and Toad are. They know these things just like I did when I was young. And they grow up with Mario in the same way that I grew up with. Mario. And it's, I think, more interestingly than that, it's changed so little, right? Obviously, the yeah. video games have been updated, but he's still a guy in overalls with a hat on with his initial on it. Yeah. And he still it's jumps crazy. and grows big and throws fireballs out of his hands when he eats a flower. Yeah, if you've played one of the games, you know at least something like, oh, you've got to ground pound this, even if the game hasn't instructed exactly, you to do that before, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I, I, it's one of those, it's one of those weird cultural touchstones that just has permeated every every amount of culture everybody knows who mario and luigi are uh but i do have such a fondness for him i've played i think probably every mainline mario game probably most of the spin-offs as well all the weird little rpgs i've played those too and have loved really most of them and that's kind of what I felt going into this movie was the excitement of getting something new that was Mario and seeing yeah. Nintendo take a chance again after that disastrous 1993 movie starring Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. I love that movie. You know what? I have fondness for it too because it came out when I was so young that I think I just like, I liked it then and so therefore I have like emotions pent up from then about it. It used to come on all the time on like, whether it was like Disney Channel or like MTV, like every Friday. Yeah, like randomly be on TV be on a lot. Friday yeah. and you just I'd start it all the time at different parts, and every time I'd be like, "What is this? What is going on?" It was so <laughs> like it strange. Takes you so long to connect that that's Mario. Like it's such a weird disconnect. This this movie is not that movie, right? This movie no. is is so rooted and tied to the core of what Mario is that, like you said, if you've ever played any Mario game, you're going yeah. to have a good understanding of what this movie is. And that's and yeah. that's hard to say when Mario is usually just jumping on blocks and picking up flowers and going through castles. That's exactly what this movie is. It's a lot of that. And it's not high cinema, right? It's not telling some super deep story. But Mario never has, right? Mario has been purely about having a good time while you're playing video games. And almost all the video games accomplish that for me. And I think that's what this movie accomplished for me was while watching it. I, I recognized that throughout the movie, I was having a 
really good time. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the additional little storyline that they added to it, like in the beginning, like the family, like you've never yes. seen this family before. That they come and from Brooklyn, right? Yes. Yeah. And that they don't know anything about the world that they're that we're we know so well of them being in. Like, I thought that was really neat. Like, I, I, I kind of had a feeling that's where it was going to go. But the addition of the family and starting a job for the first time and right. I like it. I, and not knowing like meeting Princess Peach and not knowing her, whereas like we like because of how long it's been around, we're like, well, like that's that's who he's with. That's who he wants to be with. <laughs> like, that's who he's around. Right. That, you know, that first 10 to 15 minutes of the movie was kind of a different direction that I thought it was going yes. to go. And I I wasn't sure what we were getting into in the first couple minutes I, of that movie. I kind of wanted more of that. I loved that. Like, yeah, them on the job. I wanted mo- like more jobs, not just like one to the major thing that like changed it all. And you know what is is at the beginning of the movie, too, you realize really immediately that this is a movie that is chock full of Easter eggs. And you have to remember that we've got nearly 40 years of history to pull little Easter eggs from for this movie. And they do it nonstop from start to finish. This movie is packed full of Easter eggs. And it's it made it made it fun for me to watch right when I'm picking up these little these pictures on the wall or these little hints of what this this building is called or what this sign says. Right. They're all Easter eggs that call back to something in Nintendo or Mario history. And I think a lot of them are really easy to miss, but I will probably go back and watch this movie again eventually and like pause it along the way and try to read signs and try to look in the background for different things because it is just, it's nonstop. They're throwing things at you that have to do with Mario's history. Yeah, no, it's, it was really cool. Like right off the bat, one of the things that kind of made me go, Ooh, like in theaters was just like in their real lives when they are running through the streets and they make it look like a side scroller. Isn't that a fantastic, scene that like alone I was like that's really cool like I I had such a I had such a big smile on my face throughout that entire scene and it and it culminates so perfectly when he jumps over a fence and slides down a pole yes right the only thing that was missing was a couple of fireworks in the sky like if if there was a firework or two that had gone off I would have been really well I guess not two real Mario nerds know that the fireworks only came in odd numbers but never mind you know (laughs) I I thought that would have been a really nice touch but I thought that was just a really really fantastic scene Uh, and right at the beginning there is an arcade machine in the restaurant that they're sitting in called Jump Man, man. Yeah. which is originally what Mario was called yes. back before he was named Mario. He was Jumpman. And I thought, wow, what a neat little like really, really deep Mario lore nod that we had there that they didn't have to put in. But like I said, I'm not going to spoil them because I think part of the fun of this movie is watching out for all those different Mario related things. But keep your eyes out as you watch this movie because there's so much to see. And it's animated beautifully as well. I got to say that they yeah, it was Illumination Studios behind behind, you know, uh, Despicable Me and Minions, Secret Life of Pets, they cut no corners in this movie. Everything is animated, totally top-notch. You could tell the budget was there for this, and I think it looked perfect. I really, really had a smile on my face throughout the entire time. And not to say it's a perfect movie, but boy, did I have fun. Yeah, I agree. And it's, I had this conversation with my parents. We were just talking about movie ratings and some movies that had come out with, like, perfect ratings right out the bat. And, well, how was the ratings on that one? And I was like, I think 
it's such a hard crowd to please because like you said it's every child has grown up with mario no matter what age that's so many people to be holding a st- like are they holding a standard to this movie or wanting to see something or see something a certain way and i was like that's way too many people to please you're gonna have people mad <laughs> like anything but it's such a large group everybody i've spoken to has said that this is that they've really enjoyed this this critics have given this at it's sitting at rotten tomatoes at 57 percent um the audience score is a 97 percent so yeah. as as you can see i think movie critics watching this movie are thinking well oh, this isn't you know there's a really thin plot uh not a whole lot of deep thought going on here it is a brisk 92 minutes in and out of the say, theater it's very short yeah yeah uh, which i went with my kids and that's perfect yeah. for them this yeah. is this is great and and they understood the movie right the movie yeah. had a plot so simple enough enjoy it. for them to get but had enough on the screen for me to enjoy as well and so as a as a family movie i'm all in on these family movies that try to capture multiple generations of people to come in and watch this is that movie this year for me i did like discover that i'm a lot older than i thought i was in theaters and not because like there was a bunch of kids there or anything it was mostly adults but there was some like maybe like late teens kids sitting behind us like yelling the entire time during the movie and Ugh, i hated them the worst <laughs> and then i was like oh no i'm, I'm like a grumpy old man now. no i've i've recently been <laughs> lamenting about how how poor theater etiquette has been recently it's oh, just it was been... it was actually horrible like if if i have a lot of patience but if anyone else i know was there like it would have been like well i got i gotta say this theater full of children was much better than some of the you know rated r full of adult theaters i've been to in recent memory so i i had no complaints about uh this theater's etiquette i was actually really pleased um, i should have went earlier at one of the kids times <laughs> you honestly should have they they sat glued to it man this movie really did really did a good job of holding the kids attention um this movie originally got a lot of uh, derision i think hate from a lot of people online when they initially announced the voice cast and Chris Pratt was announced as the voice of Mario. And uh, I was one of the people that was pretty upset online. You know, I thought, gosh, Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario. But, you know, we get, the, like I said, we get this whole other huge cast. Anya Taylor-Joy, Jack Black, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen. Lots of people in this movie. Lots of voices popping up all over the place. Uh, what do you think of the voice cast overall? What do you think of Chris Pratt as Mario? I think it was really cool to like, like we were there with Colin's friend and he kept going, who? who's that? Who's that? And we had looked it up prior. So I was like, I knew what they all were, but it was cool to like, oh yeah, I can picture that person. But that some of them were a little bit more like some of them suit really well. Like I love Charlie Day's Luigi, but I also uh-huh. love Luigi and I love Charlie Day. So right. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. The perfect pairing. But I found like the what I was expecting out of the Chris Pratt thing that everyone was complaining about was, oh, he's got this horrible Italian accent. But when the movie actually starts to play out, and I don't know if it changed after they got that feedback from the trailer, but it seemed more like he wasn't meant to have much of a thick accent, but his family does. And they're the like the kids that grew up like in the states after their parents with those thick accents and they they had little faint like sayings that their parents did in the accent but didn't really have it and I think that worked personally. You know what and and as as somebody who's not a huge Chris Pratt fan myself I didn't mind it at all either again kind of right as the movie starts it is a little jarring at first because you've never heard Mario just have full-on yeah. conversations like this yeah. he is pulling a slight Italian Brooklyn accent there for some parts of the movie and I think he does kind of slip in and out of it sometimes it's not perfect but I will say that halfway through the movie I did forget it was Chris Pratt. Yeah. I just 
I I got lost and that became the voice of Mario. I didn't hate it. I was I'm totally fine with Chris Pratt voicing Mario now. I don't know when the switch happened, but he did a good enough <laughs> job. Yeah, and I I think I was nervous that he would sound a lot just like Chris Pratt, but he did just enough to kind of differentiate that for me. So I di- I did appreciate Chris Pratt as Mario. Um, some of the voices fell a little f- flat for me. I think Anya Taylor Joy has a wonderful voice. I don't think she did anything special as Princess Peach. I think seeing Princess Peach talk was weird too. Like you were saying with Mario, I think that was like just awkward. <laughs> I think her face was animated strange, which it was. It was almost. I thought it was based a, like a lot of times in animated movies based on they, Anya Taylor Joy's face a little yes, bit. They based yeah. them on them, and then like, but then I thought about that during the movie and thought, well, they can't do that for Mario. Like they're such well-known characters. But I did. I felt like they almost like pushed her eyes a little bit out. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I did <laughs> they too. Did. They they made her look a little bit like her. It I mentioned it to Lindsay. She she looked a little Anya Taylor Joyish, which is charming on Anya Taylor joy a little disgruntling uh for princess peach i think yeah uh, but i don't think she did anything special i think you could have cast almost any actress i think that seth rogan was just seth rogan as donkey kong oh my god i literally i like didn't mind it but what was like and it made me laugh it didn't make me like upset but hearing seth rogan's laugh come out of donkey kong was like the strangest experience yeah he didn't he didn't try much at all uh no. this really just felt like seth rogan doing his best Seth Rogen. Um, and that's not the Donkey Kong that I was looking for, I think. Uh, there were some, in, in, like you said, Charlie Day is Luigi. Uh, my biggest gripe about that was that he wasn't in most of the movie, unfortunately, oh because God, he was kidnapped. Oh that made me so sad, because Luigi is, like, the love of my life, so. Yeah. Uh, Jack Black is Bowser. Jack Black is putting on maybe the best vocal performance of his life as Bowser. <laughs> I think it's just in- freaking incredible what he's doing I with Bowser. I think it was so funny. It added like a weird amount of character. To, like like you cared more about Bowser than you right. ever have because of that because he had such character. But I, I do think the start he had more, he put on more of a like a voice where you almost maybe couldn't tell it was Jack Bat- right. Black. Right, a little more of the like, growl at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like when he got into the singing and then after that it was more just like Oh, the the singing was Jack very Black. Jack Black. I oh, appreciated yeah. that about it, though. I gotta say, like, you know, if you're going to have Jack Black, let him sing, for heaven's sake. Yeah. Uh, also, let's... I, I really am sh- shocked and surprised, and I shouldn't have been, but how much I liked Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. I was just going to say that we were looking up beforehand, like, oh, who's all in it? And then after I went, wait, who is Keegan-Michael Key? <laughs> like, in it, like, it wasn't... I don't... Like, it was never recognizable enough that in the movie I go, oh, I know that voice voice exactly yeah he he really does a great voice on screen he's chopping it up the entire time and just I, makes this really believable fun toad voice makes toad a really fun character i think um that he's got this super high-pitched and it it, it turns from like high-pitched annoying into high-pitched anxious which i think was a yes, good turn yeah. for toad and i thought it was very funny a lot of the time just how he reacted to stuff uh he was one of my favorite characters like the jokes of that are ones that i remember like really deeply absolutely um, yeah but also, we, yeah, we made a point like it wasn't like it, it wasn't off, super authentic to Toad. But then we were like, if 
it was, we'd probably be so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> like if I, it was I as agree. aggressive as his actual voices, I feel like, yeah, it would have got annoying really quick. Absolutely. And I think that was the complaint about having Charles Martinet, the traditional voice of Mario, do Mario for the entire length of the movie is I think it would have gotten annoying over after, you know, after a while. Yeah. So I was totally happy with Chris Pratt again. It surprised me by it. Uh, hopefully this leads to a little more confidence from Nintendo to license out their properties to either Illumination or other studios to do animated or, you know, film style projects because Nintendo is sitting on some really great intellectual property. Um, And and with the exception of Pokemon, which, you know, was a TV show anyways, right? There's been very little exploration of these properties outside of their video games. You can take any of the Nintendo properties now, give them the confidence and the money and the budget to make another film. What are we doing? Yeah, I we had a big discussion when we left the theater about how they I feel like they left a comfortable amount of room with this movie to have a sequel. Oh, absolutely. Yes, like, absolutely. We were we kind of were noticing, oh, they didn't like they really pushed it to like or they I feel like they didn't actually like push it to include too many of the characters in the world. Yes. Which really leaves them room to like we are missing some very key characters in this film. Yeah. Like Waluigi. Like Waluigi. <laughs> we were, Rosalina. Like they even hinted at it with the little Lu- Luna or uh, Luma star. Yeah, we did get everything. a Pauline, however. Yeah, that was a fun little the fun little like, Easter egg there. Uh, and and no uh, Koopalings or Koopa Juniors, which I thought was a Bowser Juniors, right? The the Koopalings. Yes, yeah. I thought that that was a big exclusion too. That's definitely going to be explored in the future. Um, yeah. So to me, it's just like they could so easily like it's up to them now if they want to do a sequel to this storyline. Well, and there's there's seven the of those Koopalings. Imagine yeah. how many voices they can pull in for each of them. Oh, they yeah. could make it so much fun. Yeah, I feel like it's I would like I would go watch another one easy easily and not feel like they would have pushed it. I really hope some of their other intellectual properties get a push now. I would love to see some Fire Emblem work, maybe as like a Netflix anime or something, because Netflix has done a bang up job with their internal anime projects. Yeah. If we could get a Fire Emblem anime, I would love that. Of course, uh, Legend of Zelda is the one that I would have a that would be really huge cool. amount of expectations going into so they better do it right if they're going to yeah. do it at all if you're going to do it wrong don't do it but i've got i've got big like expectations so for that lines they could take from that because like with mario yeah. there is an a to b with what he does exactly whereas yeah. with zelda there's been so many storylines like so many that don't don't connect to each other at all that they could pick one of those well you know what i'd like to is an is a nice animated sci-fi epic of metroid i think having a metroid movie would just be so i love the metroid games uh, yeah, this would be, be a really huge cool. blast to see that on screen to see samus play out on screen um and make it a little bit more mature i'd be okay with that i think it'd be so much fun everything we talk about on the media files we do give a very stupid utterly arbitrary rating to robin how do you arbitrarily rate the super mario bros movie well, because I've been playing Mario Odyssey, I was thinking about stars, which is so generic. And then I was like, moons. It's now the it's moons. moons. <laughs> it's the moons. I would say, if, well, there's like a million moons in that, too. I've been trying to collect 999. I got them all. Yeah. So I would probably say like four out of five moons. OK, that's pretty. See, you're right along the lines with the audience score there where the critics did not 
enjoy this but as fans we loved it man i think honestly when you made the comment about the length of the movie and how good that was for your kids that makes a lot of sense yeah but to me i did feel like it i was like oh it's gonna end here that's crazy that's really short and then they oh no it's continuing and then it just ended there <laughs> yeah it does end very abruptly very quickly that yeah. was that was kind and of so a I shock was like, i would have liked i more and more of where they tried to go with the end absolutely i wanted yeah. more of that and then that would have been a five for me i would arbitrarily rate this as a stage seven dash five it's if there's if there's nine worlds in the mario game this is about a seven five for me uh it's it, again i really enjoyed it it is not perfect i thought the humor could have been handled better i thought um donkey kong's voice could have been handled better and that's about the majority of my complaints otherwise i enjoyed this i'll watch it again i'm sure my kids will have this on repeat once it hits streaming or we'll probably buy it once it comes out so they can watch it as many times as they want but uh overall yeah great job me, illumination it's, it's great for the kids that's huge like i don't think you can go wrong with showing it to your kids also i just i just love that this thing i loved so much growing up is still so popular still so huge yes and oh man new zelda game coming out next month let's get a zelda property let's go <laughs> i know i'm down for it hopefully man. we don't have to wait this long you know you know something, something like else that. i uh, last thing here something else i really enjoyed was seeing those names on the screen of you know some of the original creators and producers uh koji yeah. kondo who who composed a lot of the original music shigeru miyamoto satoru iwata the guys that created so much of these memories for me seeing them on a theatrical screen touched me a little bit i thought oh there's their names i love seeing that you know shigeru miyamoto is such a figurehead yeah. in video games that he does there's all the recognition i'm so proud of him you know just i love him to death the music was perfectly placed oh uh, you know the, i just remember the, i now. do have a complaint about opinion. that actually oh, okay first of all the music was amazing they included the dk rap yeah but did not credit grant grant kirkhope for the dk rap i was a. Uh, I was a little bummed by that. I like Grant Kirkhope a lot. I like his work. Anyways, other than that, music was phenomenal. They have it was very nicely hinted throughout. That was abs- that felt oh, like yeah. an Easter egg and as they, it went. Like, and they make go, oh, so that's yeah, this. make so many little callbacks to old Mario songs and themes, yeah. and just just a blast, just a blast. Well, I mentioned it last week on the show. I will mention it again this week until there is no more mentioning to be done. This is the third to last episode of the Media Files. We've only got a couple more to go, uh, and I hope you guys tune into those stick around listen to those episodes but until then that's all the time we've got for this week we do want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of the media files and thank you again robin for being here this week of course the media files is provided by rpgera.com technical assistance is provided by brian and the producers are jack Sack and zanku i'm on instagram at brewstoff that's at b-r-u-c-e-t-o-p-h or at the rpg era discord with the link in the show description reach out to us with what you're looking forward to and until next time be kind be honest and we'll see you later 